أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وضرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد We continue inshallah our reading from the saviors of the Islamic spirit uh, with uh, uh, some commentary here and there, uh, uh, but uh, written and compiled by Shaykh al-Mashayikh Mawana Sayyid uh, Abu al-Hasan Ali al-Nadwi, rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala, uh, reading, from his, uh, reading from his chapter regarding Ghazali, which is really so much more than just Ghazali. Ghazali, rahimahullah ta'ala, was, was the hero that the Ummah needed and uh, uh, Allah ta'ala sent him. And through him you'll see the tentacles of of rectification spread uh, uh, through the Ummah and Allah Ta'ala uh, basically uh, uh, steered the Ummah away from uh, the kind of freak showish distractions that uh, had weakened it and sapped its strength and uh, directed it once more onto, uh, uh, onto the path of guidance. Not to say that it ever left guidance, but definitely there were large segments of the ummah that were, were significantly distracted which were brought back on task and this is why we're starting with ghazali inshallah and then we'll read about a couple of more very important individuals in in in, in quick sequence so where we left off yesterday was when uh, when ghazali narrates from his munqid min al-dalal um, that he got to a point where he really just couldn't do anything anymore he needed to go ahead and uh, you know quit his career at its height and uh, uh, you know, go on this journey of uh, self-realization and actualization, and connecting with Allah Taala, in order to just uh, uh, you know see for himself and uh, be sure inside of his own heart uh, of what he was doing and the path that he was on in life. He narrates, I intended to go to Syria, but told people I would go to Mecca. When the people around me came to know of my decision, they deprecated it deeply, for they could not even think of any laudable reason behind my resolve. It's funny, actually, it's funny that this, uh, he mentions this. And he says, in their opinion, I enjoyed a coveted place, which enabled me to preach and disseminate knowledge. The people also began to spread numerous rumors about me. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> I, so, you know, people, whenever they make like a firm resolve to go and study the deen, uh, I, I tell them people are going to like, you know, all the haters around you are going to, you know, try to talk you out of it. Some of them may be even scholars uh, or pious people themselves. I go, if this is what you want to do, then do it. If it's not what you want to do, obviously don't. But if this is what you want to do more than life itself then go, and if you're, it's just a fad, then uh, stop wasting everybody's time. Uh, so I tell people, you know, if this is really what you want to do, then sit and, uh, uh, you know, uh, visualize. Whoever is the most uh, respected person to you, uh, from those respected personages whose respect is not like a part of like, like, like uh, uh, aqidah, uh, 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 upon which iman is contingent, uh, you know, visualize that person coming to you and trying to talk you out of it. And if you cannot tell, see yourself just telling them to stuff it and shut up and like walk away and slapping them in the face uh, in your own meditation, then uh, your resolve is weak. And so he's talking about the, all these people are coming up to him and like, you know, like uh, trying to deprecate him for his decision. And he just did not care. Uh, mashallah, he just didn't care. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also give us from that faith that whoever wants to do this thing, let them do it right. And whoever doesn't really want to do it, it's not a calling for everybody. 
so don't, you know, it's one of those things, you know, you try to fly too close to the sun, you know, the glue is going to melt and your wings are going to become detached and you're going to plummet to the ground. So, so kids don't try this at home. But there are some people who feel this call. And if the call is not so strong that they're going to be able to stand up to such people, uh, then, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's probably not for you. The people also began to spread numerous rumors about me. Those who were far away thought I was giving up my profession at the instance of the administration. On the other hand, those who knew how much government was keen on retaining my services considered it a misfortune that I was leaving the premier academy of Islamic learning. Finally, I left Baghdad, having given away all my fortune and preserving only as much as was necessary for my support and that of my children, which meant he was a baller, mashallah. He still had enough to like support his family when when uh, he left um, and uh, you know when people are you know are busy uh, taunting that all oh, the scholars are sellouts and the scholars don't do this and scholars don't do that um, you know the scholars are uh, you know the days that they used to be in a position to be able to do stuff um, they're provided for then one can rightfully expect them to do things uh, if the scholars are sabotaged at every corner and every turn know that they're not prophets that are going to rain down like fire out of the sky uh, on their opponents uh, if they don't get support, then, you know, you get what you put into it. Finally, I left Baghdad having given, given away all of my fortune and preserving only as much as was necessary for my support and that of my children. I went to Syria from Baghdad and remained there for two years. During this period, I engaged myself in meditation and penance. I practiced whatever I had learned from the ways of the mystics and endeavored to purify my soul, rectify my morals, and occupied myself with uh, the remembrance of God. For a time, I retired to the principal mosque of Damascus. Often, I went into one of the minarets of the mosque and remained there in seclusion for days together. Uh, from Damascus, I went to Jerusalem. There, too, I used to retire into the uh, uh, Sahra. Uh, you, the the Qubbat al-Sakhra, the, what they call the Dome of the Rock, um, is in the center of the Haram uh, of the Masjid al-Aqsa. And uh, uh, the, the rock uh, inside uh, uh, inside of it is what they, the inner sanctum from the temple and from the Masjid of Sayyidina Sulaiman alayhi salam, the holiest of holies. He said, I, he said that he used to retire into the Sakhra and uh, uh, make his dhikr and his meditation over there, really one of the most Mubarak places in the world. After having visited the uh, Mazar of Sayyidina Ibrahim salam, I felt a desire to go to Hajj and visit the Masjid of the Prophet Therefore, uh, I embarked upon my journey uh, to Hijaz. After Hajj was over, I went to my hometown, uh, uh, although I had earlier no longing to visit my family. So he's talking about Tus and Khurasan. I took care to spend my time in secluded meditation, purification of the heart and recollection of, uh, of God at my house. But events and happenings, uh, care of dependence and their needs constantly intervened in securing a perfect state of peace and bliss. I was, however, not denied of it entirely and from time to time was favored with the illumination of ecstatic transport. I spent 10 years in this manner. Uh, what revelations were made to me during this period of meditation could not be described, but I must say for the benefit of my readers that I came to know that the mystics were truly godly people. The Sufis were truly godly people. Their life most beautiful, their rules of conduct most perfect. 
uh, and their morality uh, uh, the purest, it would not have been possible to bring forth a more perfect and uh, a godly person, even if the intellect of the rationalists, the wisdom of the philosophers and the knowledge of the religious doctors made a combined effort to do so. In their actions and practices, whether overt or secret, the mystics draw inspiration from the Prophet wasallam, save whom uh, 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 there is no other fountainhead of guidance. So that's that's a, a beautiful summary uh, uh, of his, and I, I'd like to just say, kind of like to ju- juxtapose this from some of our reading from the Warathatul Anbiya uh, from before, that everybody will obviously va- value the thing that they're missing, uh, and so Mashallah, uh, Ghazali Rahimullah Taala is not saying this in order to deprecate sacred knowledge, but he's saying this because he had the sacred knowledge from before, and had mastered it, and now he, you know, he feels this. Uh, need for the one missing ingredient you know for that one missing ingredient and this is something that the body knows like if the body is missing a particular uh, essential amino acid then you can eat everything else that you want to but uh, you're just gonna increase your hunger the more you eat but once you get that thing that you need the body will finally be satiated and it will have a special taste to it uh, and so uh, Allah Ta'ala gave him what he needed and he was he was complete from both sides um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, I feel kind of like a goof talking about this because, like, you know, uh, not having had any uh, adequate fulfillment from either side. So we can only describe what our elders told us. Um, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala vouchsafe us from their barakat that's, so that we get some breadcrumb from it that's enough for us to rectify our affairs in this world and the hereafter and meet Allah ta'ala in a state that He's pleased with us. Uh, from seclusion to public life. It was just possible that Ghazali rahimahullah ta'ala might have spent the remainder of his life in solitary meditation and contemplation, uh, enjoying the bliss of the beatific visions uh, he, he was blessed with. However, for the great achievement God had destined him to accomplish, it was necessary that Ghazali should return again to pedagogics and penmanship. Uh, it was all the more necessary for Ghazali to refute the philosophers, the atheists, and establish the superiority of Islam in the fields of knowledge and intellect, especially as God had granted him knowledge with certitude. There was no longer any other personage in the entire Islamic world uh, uh, suited for the task or more suited for the task than him. The fact is Islam stood in need of him and God wanted him to perform what uh, had already been set for him. He therefore felt an urge to take up the defense of the faith. He describes his feelings in these words. Uh, Again from uh, Al-Munqidh min al-Dalal. Uh, um, when I looked around, I found that the faith of the people had been shaken owing to the influence of philosophers, ignorance of mis- uh, mystics, meaning ignorance of the ignorant Sufis, inertness of uh, religious doctors, and uh, weak and disheartened vindication of religion by the dialecticians, by the mutakallimin. People were losing their conviction, and although some, overborne by philosophy, still fulfilled the religious obligations, they hardly had any conviction of faith left inside of their hearts. Certain persons performed the prayers merely for the sake of undergoing physical exercise. This is very interesting that he mentions this. This is like a bakwas, like a, just a real bogus like stupidity I hear from a lot of uh, modern uh, uh, uncles and dunkles, the dunkleocracy in the Indian subcontinent. I hear this again and again from them about uh, uh, about the uh, uh, you know about how uh, the prayer is like there to stretch and like you know teach you this yoga and and like keep you physically fit and all this other nonsense. And uh, uh, just you know like dude, just go join a gym if that's what what it's all about. You know, 
the salat is the mi'raj al-mu'min. It's not the, uh, like, you know, whatever, uh, home 30-minute Pilates of the mu'min. Uh, it's it's the, the, the ascension of the believer to the holy presence. That's why the person who cannot, uh, you know, stand sits. And that's why the person who cannot uh, uh, sit gestures. And that's why the person cannot gesture, uh, even moves his eyes in order to pray according to the Maliki school. Uh, um, and uh, uh, you know that that has it's a spiritual state. It's the physical hayat are, are are there to accompany and facilitate. They're not the maqsid. So he says, he says that uh, certain. So please don't you know, don't repeat this ever. This kind of weird thing about like all oh, the slot is, you know, somehow there to, you know, give you like some good yogic uh, exercise or whatever. Certain perf persons perform the prayers merely for the sake of undergoing physical exercise. Some to emulate others, and there were others who considered uh, religious practices necessary for gaining certain material benefits. Uh, uh, these persons saw no harm in giving up these practices if they could find a way to save themselves from the harm which non-performance of religious observances would have entailed. And there are many people who have found that excuse in the time that we live in. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us all. These persons saw no harm in giving up these practices if they could find a way to save themselves from the harm which non-performance of religious observances would have entailed. I realized uh, that I could easily remove their doubts. As a matter of fact, I found myself fully capable of exposing the hollowness and implausibility of their philosophic convictions because of the deep knowledge of speculative sciences. I therefore felt an ardent desire to take up this work since it appeared to be the crying need of the time. I said to myself, uh, how far uh, uh, does it befit you to sit in seclusion? Uh, it is an epidemic that is spreading like wildfire uh, and the learned have themselves fell victim to the same disease. The bondmen of Allah, the bondsmen, the slaves of Allah have reached the brink of destruction. It's the spiritual corona. Uh, but then I, uh, I also thought whether it would be possible for me to accomplish such a huge task. I said to myself, the guidance of the Prophet ﷺ was available in the days of yore. Uh, but now if you invite men to the truth and the way of God, the world will uh, turn your enemy. How will you uh, single-handed struggle against them all and endure the hardships? This could have been possible under the reign of a pious king determined to assist and promote religion. I thus uh, expressed my helplessness before Allah and decided to spend the rest of my life in seclusion. But it seems Allah had willed otherwise. The king implored me to proceed to Nishapur and fight the growing heretical tendencies. The king had appealed to me so earnestly that my rejection of his orders would have certainly made him angry. Then I said to myself, uh, one of the reasons for your resolve having fallen apart, uh, it cannot simply be right now uh, to remain in seclusion for this world simply means avoiding discomfort. Uh, uh, and hardships has Allah Ta'ala not said uh, 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 um, uh, so this is there's like some words smudged out here uh, uh, do you imagine that you will uh, be left at ease uh, because uh, do, do they imagine that they will be left at ease because they say we believe and that they will not be tested with affliction? Lo, we tested those who were before you and Allah knows those who are sincere and uh, uh, thus Allah knows those who are sincere and uh, knows those who feign, meaning those who are fakers. The first ayat of Surah, uh, Surah Al-Qabut. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Anqabut he asked this question um, which is mashallah explains kind of why tests happen because people are like look I'm in the haq why is this happening to me Allah should be on my side and he is uh, uh, we're just all you know sitting here to see if, if, if we are too you know um, and Allah addresses his Prophet وسلم, although he was most exalted amongst his slaves he says, messengers have indeed uh, uh, been denied before you. Uh, they were patient under the denial and the persecution until our help reached them. There is none to alter the decisions of Allah. Already there has reached uh, you uh, uh, tidings of the messengers that have come from before in Surah Al-An'am. Uh, so Ghazali continues, he says, I also sought the advice of a few of my friends who were illuminated and having uh, the same beatific visions. They advised me to give up seclusion. A few of them related the dreams some pious persons had seen, which indicated that the step I proposed to take would have far-reaching effects for the revival of faith. They hinted that in the 5th century, which was about to begin after a month, something remarkable was to be happen, which would renovate the faith. It had been foretold in the hadith that in the beginning of every century, Allah brings forth a man who restores and uh, reanimates the faith uh, of the people. All these tidings gave uh, hope to me. God made it easy for me uh, to set off for Nishapur uh, and I made up my mind finally to renounce seclusion in 499 after Hijra. I had left Baghdad in 488 and thus I had remained in seclusion for 11 years. God had ordained it to happen thus. However, I could not have dreamt of giving up the honor and fame before I left Baghdad, but God made it easy for me. Similarly, I could not have thought of renouncing my retirement and going back to teach again, uh, but it too was made easy by Allah, which is which is beautiful, mashallah, which is beautiful, um, uh, you know, it, it, mashallah. So uh, Sayyid Abul Hassan Ali Nadwi, rahimullah ta'ala, uh, you know, this hadith that Ghazali re references about, you know, that there's uh, someone who will re renovate the faith uh, at the head of every uh, century. This is kind of like one of the premises on which this book is, 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 is written and compiled, is to look for those people and see, you know, uh, who those people might be and, and, and try to learn some lessons from their lives. And uh, Ghazali, rahimullah ta'ala, Allah ta'ala, uh, Allah Ta'ala, uh, um, you know, give him a high rank. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone would ever hold uh, somebody to blame for thinking that Ghazali was uh, one such person uh, if they were being fair. Ghazali set off for Nishapur in 499 to resume his teaching uh, vocation in the Nizamiya University. There was, however, a world of difference between his taking up the teaching profession earlier and for a second time. Earlier, he taught to secure honor, wealth, and position, but now he considered himself commissioned to exhort the people to purify their morals and their souls. Uh, he explains the difference thus. Uh, again, uh, from the Munqid Min Al-Dalal, I know that I have come back to my vocation of teaching, but it would not be correct to call it a resumption of my earlier occupation. There's a world of difference between the two. Earlier, I used to teach the sciences which were calculated to bring honor, wealth, and position, and by my words uh, and actions, I led my students to that direction. But now I wanted to teach them the knowledge would help them renounce wealth and position. God is fully aware uh, that this is my intention, and my only desire is that my present effort should lead to purification of my soul and the souls of other people. I do not know whether I would reach uh, my destination 
completion or would pass away before the completion of my task. However, I believe and have an unflinching conviction on account of the knowledge of certainty uh, which has been revealed to me that the uh, real power rests in Allah alone. It is only he who can save one from evil and profanity and lead unto the path of sanctity and grace. I did not come here of my own accord. It was God who moved me to come to this place. I did not begin my work, but God made me begin it. I beseech God that he may uh, first cleanse and elevate my soul before he causes me to reform and purify the souls of others. Uh, may he reveal unto me uh, a righteousness which I may follow and disclose uh, the evil uh, which I may forsake. If I catch any of you, uh, 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 if I catch any of you uh, um, pirating and uh, uh, plagiarizing this uh, for your uh, your little bio after having taken your first uh, khutbah workshop or whatever, I'm going to come burn your house down. Just stay on on notice. Uh, achievements of Ghazali, rahimahullah taala. Endeavors of Ghazali, rahimahullah, uh, for the revivification of Islam were twofold as follows. He stemmed the tide of philosophy of, uh, and of the Batinite uh, evil and began a counterattack on these movements on behalf of Islam. Of course, the counterattack, uh, I add, is not a military counterattack, but an academic one, which is more important than the, the political and military economic uh, uh, wars that uh, people fight, even though people... <coughs> see the latter as more important but civilization is built on ideas it's not built on on money if it was built on money then there would be no uh, civilization better than the trump tower uh, second uh, he made a critical evaluation of the religious and moral state uh, of the then islamic society and proposed measures to reform it so he uh, fought the inward and the outward en enemies uh, of islam basically this is the 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 mishmash in the salad fruit salad of deen that was made up by the philosophers half-baked philosophers that the ulama were um, not able to uh, or not willing to uh, engage uh, substantively uh, he he uh, he cleaned all that up uh, the fruit salad uh, made by the uh, batanite cult and the secret teachings of their secret uh, 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 you know uh, planet krypton uh, imam uh, that was 100 percent perfect in every way and like allowed them not to have to follow the sharia he cleaned all that up uh, and then uh, on the flip side the harder task of what of showing those people who had the haq in their hands and, and who were uh, raised in and around it how they were uh, they were veiled from it that that wallahu alam you know as a hamza that seems to me like a far greater service and it seems like a far more difficult task uh, and one definitely that uh, uh, both the inward spiritual genius and the uh, uh, intellectual genius of Ghazali were, were, were really put to full use in. Encounter with philosophy. The efforts made uh, until the time of Ghazali to counteract the atheistic influence of Greek philosophy consisted merely of an apologetic vindication of Islamic tenets. Philosophers were then taking the offensive and the scholastics of Islam, the mutakallimun, were uh, content with parrying the attack. Philosophy was undermining the very foundations of Islam, while dialectics, yani ilmul kalam, tried to shield it, but none amongst the dialecticians and doctors of religions had the courage to strike at the roots of philosophy. In fact, no savant or no alim of Islam had tried to make any critical evaluation of the philosophic premises and to beleaguer the aggressor in its own citadel. Uh, um, whatever uncle translated this, mashallah, Allah subhanahu wa taala uh, reward him. His, his English is is 
it's definitely not it's definitely not normal but it is uh, uh, you know aesthetically very interesting the tone of the dialecticians in the mutakallimun uh, save only that of abul hasan al-ash'ari who did not have however the to face the philosophers was apologetic or defensive at best. Ghazali was the first man who, along with a profound knowledge uh, of religious sciences, made a detailed and deep study of uh, philosophy as well. He wrote uh, uh, the work Maqasid al-Falasifa, uh, uh, the aim of the philosophers, which uh, he's, in which he summed up the salient issues of logic, metaphysics, and physics. In this book, uh, he condensed the philosophical premises dispassionately in an explicit manner. He made it clear in the introduction to this book uh, that mathematics is a science which does not admit any difference of opinion, but it has nothing to do with religion, either in the affirmation or negation of the latter. Religion, however, comes into conflict with metaphysics. The logical syllogisms are sometimes wrong, while there may be also differences of opinion in regard to the terminology employed in this uh, branch of knowledge. Physics is sometimes mixed up with facts, uh, uncertain or dubious, uh, 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 for metaphysics is also included in its scope. Logic merely subserves these sciences by lending its terminology to them. And uh, uh, anyone who studied uh, uh, logic, Aristotelian logic, knows that the forms of, uh, of syllogisms, uh, the formal part of logic, a person can write arguments that are um, that are that adhere to the the the, the formal side of logic, but uh, its arguments are inconclusive or uh, uh, incoherent uh, inside. And only a person who is well versed in the forms of logic will be able to quickly tell you where the problem is. Ghazali then wrote another book called Tahafut al-Falasifa. Uh, 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 the inco incoherence of the philosophers. So the first book was a, his book in which he basically makes a summary of what philosophy is. And the second is his uh, refutation uh, of the philosophers. In this book, he criticizes from an Islamic point of view, physics and metaphysics uh, of the philosophical school. Here, physics is not talking about like F equals MA and things like that. Um, but uh, this kind of like old uh, view of the physical world. Uh, um, uh, 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 he criticizes the, uh, uh, from an Islamic point of view, physics and metaphysics of the philosophical school and brings out their weaknesses and contradictions in a lucid and forceful language. We find Al-Ghazali expressing himself uh, confidently in an elegant and incisive style. At places he employs a satirical diction which was not only effective but perhaps necessary to bring back uh, the self-confidence uh, of those who had been overawed by philosophy. We find the author self-reliant and indomitable uh, attempting to demolish the reputation uh, of the teachers of uh, philosophy. He speaks of the uh, Greek philosophers and guide, guides as his equals and points out their mistakes in a manner that none had dared from before him. Uh, in order to save the situation for Islam, it was imperative that somebody should be able to strike at the foundations of philosophy instead of merely defending the faith. Uh, uh, you know, take the, you know, sometimes the best defense is a good offense, uh, 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 which was, I think, uh, not, not a, 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 an attitude that was um, all that different from the dominant color of the companions or the Allahu Anhum. Uh, in order to save the situation for Islam, it was imperative that someone should be able to strike at the foundations of philosophy instead of merely merely defending the faith. Ghazali rose to, to the occasion, and this book bespeaks of his endeavor from cover to cover. In the introduction uh, to Tahafatul Philosopha, uh, he, uh, 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 he writes, Nowadays, we see people who appear to arrogate themselves as intellectually superior to the populace. These people look disdainfully on religious practices, for they have learned the awe 
awe-inspiring names of some Greek philosophers like Aristotle, Socrates, and Plato. They have learned from the uh, eulogistic writings of their admirers um, that the Greek doctors of old had made far-reaching discoveries in the fields of mathematics, logics, logic, physics, and metaphysics, and that these teachers were peerless in qualities of heart and heart. Uh, um, but they had rejected the faith uh, and its doctrines. The Greek masters regarded religion as a man-made dogma without any content of truth. Now following in their footsteps or in the footsteps of these mentors, these elements too have rejected religion uh, so that they may be taken as an intelligent, liberal, and smart set of fellows. Uh, simply to feign themselves as elite and intellectuals, these persons denigrate religion. And it is why I thought of bringing to light the mistakes committed by the Greek philosophers in their writings on metaphysics. And metaphysics. I also intend uh, to demonstrate how the premises and principles, notions, uh, and observations of these philosophers are not a whit more than child's play or indeed a laughing stock. After giving a detailed description of the genealogy and horoscope of Greek philosophical come metaphysical concepts like logos, uh, 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 first cause, intermediate agents uh, 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 between primal cause and uh, Allah's creation, Ghazali becomes more trenchant and lively in his criticism of the philosophers. He writes, Your doctrines and details thereof are simply assumptions or conjectures, or to be truthful, obscure reflections overcast with darkness. Nobody would doubt the insanity of a man who even dreams such nonsensical things. Uh, again, he says, I really wonder how even a brainless fellow can swallow such inconsistencies, much less those philosophers who are ever inclined to hair-splitting and logical disputations. He expands this idea at another place where he writes, and venerating the agent intellect. Um, these people, persons have, and here agent intellect is a, it's a it's a kind of platonic cosmology concept which uh, uh you know anyway it doesn't mean what the words mean in english in venerating the agent intellect these persons have completely overlooked to accord the reverence and awe due to allah almighty himself um, they have made him an ineffective deity a simple essence dealing with uh, universals and having no knowledge of the particulars which is the faith of many of the you know whatever uh, popular, uh, uh, popular science, uh, you know, whatever, f physicians and cosmologists, uh, physicists and cosmologists of this day uh, who say we believe in a God, but a God of rules, not a God of uh, uh, a personal God. Um, they made him an ineffective deity, a simple essence dealing with the universals and having no direct knowledge of particulars. He bears a distinction from a lifeless entity only in as far as he possesses his own consciousness. And who knows that the lifeless objects uh, are devoid of uh, all consciousness. Uh, verily, God misguides those who forsake the path of divine guidance and, divine, and, and deny his revelation. Uh, Allah Ta'ala says in Surah Kahf, I made them not witness uh, I made them not witness to the creation of the heavens of the earth nor uh, to their own creation. Uh, so Ghazali continues, he says, those who have misgivings about the omnipotence of God Almighty think that divine beings can be subjected uh, to their thoughts and imaginations. Being presumptuous of their intellect, they only hold that it is not necessary to follow the prophets of Allah. Uh, these uh, persons should not propagate under the cover of philosophy such ludicrous presumptions, which others would be ashamed to dream of, uh, uh, is indeed uh, uh, natural and reasonable. <coughs> 
effect of the uh, work in coherence of the philosophers. The courageous criticism and to an extent the denigration of philosophy by Ghazali began a new chapter in the history of Islamic scholasticism, uh, which was later brought to a successful completion by Ibn Taymiyyah. Uh, Mulan Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi was a great fan of Ibn Taymiyyah, uh, a, 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 you know, uh, an interesting uh, view of his, uh, which was not shared by, uh, I guess, all of the all of his uh, um, peers. Uh, however, he oftentimes, you know, certain uh, statements of Ibn Taymiyyah that seem to be uh, a bit further out with regards to Aqidah. If you read uh, his uh, Saviors of Islamic Spirit um, in the chapter about Ibn Taymiyyah, he he basically says, "Well, I believe that somebody." Uh, made those up and 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 uh, uh, their spurious uh, attributions. Ibn Taymiyyah would never say something like that. Allah knows best. Uh, so he says that uh, he says that Tahafatul Falasfa caused a stir uh, uh, in the ranks of uh, the philosophers who had to suffer an irreparable loss on account of it. However, uh, after Ghazali. Uh, um, there arose no philosopher worthy of note for another hundred years. At last, Ibn Rushd, uh, Ibn Rushd, yani al-Hafid, uh, 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 the, the grandson of the great Maliki uh, Faqih, uh, and a great admirer of Aristotle and spirited defender of philosophy, wrote Tahafatul Tahafut, the incoherence of the incoherence, by way of rejoinder to Tahafut al-Falasifa of Ghazali, um, uh, by the close of the 6th century Many scholars are of the view that uh, If Ibn Rushd had not put up defense On behalf of philosophy itself It would have been crippled by the hostile criticism of Ghazali Philosophy was granted a fresh leaf on, lease on life uh, Through the efforts of Ibn Rushd For another about century uh, so I think, inshallah, this is a good place to stop. Uh, Mulan Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi then uh, continues to uh, the service of Ghazali uh, against uh, the, the spurious doctrine of the Batiniya, uh, uh, who I guess survived to this day uh, uh, in the Ummah um, under the, under the uh, uh, I guess, the, the, the major groups that, that, uh, that, that hold the Batinite uh, uh, creed. Uh, that we know of in the West nowadays are the Akhani Ismailis and the uh, Boras, uh, Daudi Boras, both are which are kind of Ismailite cults. Although the the kind of trope of like secret knowledge and not having to like follow the Sharia once your heart is enlightened and whatever, uh, parts of that are taken up by different groups as well. But you know, at least with Nisba toward the 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 Batinite uh, fitna of Ghazali's age, which he more or less shut down, which he more or less. Uh, uh, which he more or less uh, uh, turned into a laughing stock in his time. Uh, they're the only groups that are still left with that uh, with that uh, uh, creed, and most of the lay people are actually not told about it. They kind of make taqiyya. They don't tell their lay people about it. It's just kind of like held by in secret by uh, uh, certain uh, elite members of the group. Um, and I think part of that is just if people knew exactly what it was, uh, it would probably turn into a laughing stock. Um, uh, so every every heresy, to some degree or another, has to maintain a certain amount of taqiyya because the people knew what it was. Like no one would take it seriously. At any rate, we'll continue that inshallah when we next get a, a chance to sit together. Allah subhanahu wa taala uh, give us uh, um, you know Allah subhanahu wa taala give us tawfiq to sit and read and benefit from the works of the mashayikh and from the ulama. If someone feels like oh man, I think like Ghazali, uh, it must have been some sort of uh, um, uh, self-righteous uh, 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 puritanical uh, person who shut down like philosophy go read his book read his book and see what you know what you have to say read the tahafut read aristotelian logic 
read philosophy. We still touch, teach, by the way, we teach, still teach falsafa in, in the madaris. So it's not like, it's not like, you know, like the Muslims, you know, like Ghazali wrote a book in which he just like, you know, said Aristotle, Aristotle is like a big, uh, you know, doofus and uh, Socrates is a doo-doo head and like, I hate you. But like, you know, we still, those book those books, maybe the, uh, you know, the books of falsafa are still taught in, uh, in the madaris uh, to this day. And, uh, uh, you know, if you if you want to know about it and you want to, you know, make your own mind up about it, go ahead and read, read, read those books and then read Ghazali's uh, Tahafut and read Ibn Rush Tahafut or Tahafut or what, whatever. The point of the book is basically just to say that uh, the, the, you know, the free reign of, of people who have this Neoplatonic worldview in order to disparage uh, what I feel is like a much more uh, sensical and rationally uh, 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 easy to swallow, uh, for, you know, cosmology that Islam puts forward. Uh, I think that, that Ghazali did a, a great service in its vindication. He's by far not the only one who does so. I mean, many mutakallimun afterward will uh, take up that path and write uh, in regard to it. But we owe uh, Ghazali in particular a great debt of gratitude. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, raise his rank and uh, uh, give him the khair. Uh, of the Mubarak day that uh, we all meet the Lord again uh, and, and us as well Barakallahu feekum sallallahu ta'ala ala rasulihi sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu